Welcome to Watching with the Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we're going to discuss episodes four and five of Umbrella Academy season two. Of course, this is a little bit later than I expected, but you know, what is the shit show 2020 is taking its toll again. So, anyway, um, we'll get this one started with the beers. Uh, went to Windship the other night, of course, and we're there fairly regularly. At least, uh, well, once every week or two. But um, I'm having Noctilucent, the second iteration of this beer. It's an oat cream IPA. And it's a fairly new style. And the first one he did was Mosaic, and I gave it a 475. This version here's got Simcoe and Citrus, so it's a little more bitter, which is what I like. And I'm giving this one a five. It's um it's a hazy that out hazies hazies. It's a real nice thick mouthfeel and real juicy. Um the hops really pop in it. Um don't really take too much of a back seat to the oat part of it. Um pretty damn good. I'm like I said, I'm a West Coast style guy, and this here is pretty damn tasty. And of course, you're, well, it's an 8% or two, so that doesn't hurt. And you picked up, brought home the coconut porter. I have the coconut porter, yes. Which you've had regularly. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, and I'm not typically into those kind of beers. But I am more and more now. <laughs> Yeah, you're really liking that coconut porter. Um, coconut, pretty damn decent in there. and Yeah, you can really taste the coconut, which is a good thing, but it's not overpowering or anything like that. So, But it is. At least you can taste it. Yeah. And like um, one of them we had that was a double coconut that didn't have much coconut. Right. We've had yeah. some of those that were like really, really weak in the coconut. So... I figure if you're going to have coconut on your label, you should taste coconut. True. And so while we're there, I also had a peach solar tsunami. And that is just a peach IPA, New England style. The peach was there, nice, especially in that nose. Boy, you got a nice big punch of peach in the face. And then there was a good bit of hot bite in the end. And... That was a pretty damn tasty New England style. And then the Beach Dreams. Holy which cow. you love. I think we've talked about that one last time. It's just holy cow. That yeah, so it is just all fruit juice. It's amazing. And then Nigel, one of the bartenders there, he um, brought out this Wart Lord from Ale Asylum, a nice Russian Imperial Stout. Pretty damn tasty on that one, too. It was smooth for, I think it was like a, oh shit, how high of an ABV was it? About, yeah, it's ten and a half. So it was really smooth for that. Had a good chocolate flavor and a bit of molasses in it. And then the cashmere, the blonde ale, that was pretty damn decent. Yeah, actually, I thought that one was really good. Yeah, I was really surprised how much you liked it. It was awesome. Yeah, and um... Not big on Blondales unless, you know, kind of in the sour area. They usually turn out really good, but um, this here, fantastic. And then he also let us try a little bit of the Black is Beautiful, the Red Crow version. Um, it was decent, but nothing like the other two I've had. 
Um, the nose was sweet. It's kind of sweet up front, very roasty, kind of a thicker finish, but I only gave that one a 375. Said it was decent, but you know, not as good as the other two I've had. I still think Windship is better on the Black Oh, yeah, no, Windship's Black is Beautiful is great. So that's what I've had recently. What else have you had that we haven't discussed? Probably not uh, no, anything. Not anything that was new. Right. Okay. Well, let's jump into episode four then of the Majestic 12. It's got a pretty interesting start. Jumps back to the 1993 London. And we see the handler. She's going through this apartment. And ends up being Lila's parents. Their murder. Yeah, but you don't see the murder. I mean, no. But. You see, but you see her. Told, yeah, you don't see. And she didn't do the murder, but you see her there. No, you see her walking through, and then finding Lila, and later on you do find out, you know, who by whom and why that mm-hmm. this murder occurred. Um, and still, remember, she's the handler, so yeah. Yes. She had a big. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got dog going nuts on a chew toy. Little, Which rattles the whole house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nine-month-old Great Dane will do that. Anyway, uh, we see Lila being trained while she's a child by the handler up through her teenage years, taught different languages, fighting styles. Yeah, but you don't really see a whole lot of specifics. You just, it runs it through because... Well, it's even showing kind of like a prom. Right. Trying to send her off to prom. And kill somebody at prom. Yeah. Just trying to treat her, you know, as her own daughter. And then um, she's told to protect number five at all costs. Which is odd. Yeah, she kind of was surprised by that little request. So when it comes to handler, you know there's always something. Yeah. There's always a, yeah, underlying whatever the fuck. You know, she's she has got her own agenda. Yes. You know, her underlying motive. Um, then we jump over Luther just laying in bed after that beating he <laughs> let the guy give him. And then Banya shows up. And um, number five is waiting down in the car, but we don't see that until the interaction between the two. But um, Luther says, you know, asks. Number five pretty much told her, and she goes, yeah, pretty much everything except for... Her part. Her part in the uh, apocalypse. apocalypse. And he left out that part of what, you know, happened. So Luther goes ahead and he does tell her. Yeah, I Luther mean, does tell her, you know, she's like, well, you know, what was the cause? And pretty much told her, you did, but, you know, she had a... Told her she had a bad childhood. And that everybody pretty much... I think he took a lot of blame himself, though. Yeah. He really did. He shouldered a lot of blame yeah, when it's really the father's fault and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and kids she, followed suit. Yeah, she leaves. Luther, Luther got pissed off, put a hole through the wall. Um, that was, um, I think, after was that after Jack Ruby showed up and pretty much told him he was done. Or the, well, the maintenance guy told him he was done. Yeah. And so you see him giving number five middle finger through the hole that he'd put there. But Yeah, he's not kicked out yet at this time. He just put the hole through the 
No, well, he's told he was going to be kicked out, and that's when Jack Ruby does show up and say we're done. So he's out of a job. And then we see Allison frantically calling hospitals and everything looking for her husband. Because she's sure the cops had, you know, pretty much beat the shit out of her. Out of him, yeah, you know, right. Taking him. But then Klaus shows up. And In his normal style of... <laughs> no, he's a drunken, drunk as fuck. <laughs> and, and he still wants to drink more. Yeah, and then he, you know, was talking about various things and he goes into this some sort of fable about a scorpion and a frog which and, there is a fable about a scorpion and a frog but he does not know the fable no <laughs> he pretty much says that the scorpion you know stings the frog and he's like what the fuck did you do that for and you know, now we're both gonna drown and so she's like what the fuck's the point of the story you know <laughs> the point and the point was is that He's a scorpion. What did you expect a scorpion to do? Yeah. And they both drown. And that's how it basically ends. Yep. And then we got five going to Elliot's with Diego and Lila there. Um, they're needing to find Dad. And Elliot, you know, kind of mentions this shadow government. Right. Majestic 12. And so they're going to... Go looking for them. Um, and Vanya goes back to the farm, of course, with Sissy. And, mm-hmm. and all that wasn't much there. But Klaus ends up at a restaurant. This is where I fucked up and got a little ahead of myself mm-hmm. <laughs> in the last episode. We were doing season or episode three. I mentioned this scene where he goes into the restaurant to talk to Dave... And the derogatory term they used for Klaus, uh, the uncle was queer. And that was, I remember hearing that a lot growing up. That was more of the term than any of the other ones that I can really remember. It was remember. more derogatory. Well, it was, it was more, more it was used more than towards, you know, the homosexual males um, back then. Yeah, more than, you know most of the fucking terms you know I mean it's kind of like fag I don't know how that became when that's cigarette so you know in, right. in England Europe, yeah. it's like I I mean we fuck up so many words over here it's unbelievable but yeah it was queer was the term that you know he the uncle told Dave to you know pretty much punch him take mm-hmm. care of him he did and yeah he did <laughs> And um, so we got Allison shows up at the beauty salon, and there's a meeting going on. Yeah, without her. Yeah. And her husband is there, yep. which really pisses her off. Yeah, she gets quite irritated with him. And, you know, starts telling that you know, she's been through all this, trying worrying about him and everything else. And, you know, he mentions that he saw her whisper to the cop. Of course, she was using the I heard a rumor thing mm-hmm. to save that, his life yeah but she pretty much just tells him that she told the cop that well you know you're gonna kill him mm-hmm. so you need to leave him alone and she just didn't want him to know about her power because it backfired personally on her before in her past so yeah and he thinks that 
some reason she works for the FBI or CIA like they would have hired her back then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or something like that, yes. Yeah, well, possibly. Yeah, to get in. in to screw shit up. Yeah. Right, to infiltrate the the meetings. But, no, that's not what she is doing. So, yeah, he was not happy at all. And this is where the music parts come in that I was talking about, too, mm-hmm. when Klaus and Ben are in the liquor store, and he just kind of going through the aisles, just drinking everything, buying it all up. And that's where Sticks Renegade plays. Yeah, and, he's he's pretty... That's where he starts screwing up a lot. It's when oh, he starts geez. drinking. Yeah. Because he can't get it to get shit together. So they go back to his mansion and the door's wide open. and Yeah. And, his followers, and where, sure. And there was a tour bus out front. That's what gave him the first idea that something was fucking going on. And yeah, all of his followers from San Francisco have shown up. Somehow they found him. Well, of course, I'm sure because the one guy was in jail with him. Word got out. Well, actually, I think they've been there before. It kind of way it sounded like. Oh, well, that's possible. Because he Klaus, was like, who the hell knows? He was kind of like, just go to the mansion, just go. <laughs> and then Diego. 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 God damn. I'm just never gonna get Diego. <laughs> Diego. I should now after that dog I found today. Oh, I know you found a Diego today. <laughs> Diego friend. I thought that was the owner's name and not the dog's name. But anyway, um, Diego, Lila, and number five, <laughs> um, well, all together, and number five pretty much just looks at Lila and tells her he does not trust her. Yep, yep. And of course, you know, I mean, he's right. He, he's to right. some extent. Nope, he's right. I mean, well, yeah, but he should, in a way, trust her because she is there to protect him. Of course, he doesn't, he doesn't know, know that, but he also knows that she's, you know, full of shit. Yeah. He doesn't... There's a lot of people who doesn't trust. He doesn't like when they're willingly just get put in a huge mess like this. Most people would run. Yeah. And she's not running. No. And she knows how to fight and all this other kind of stuff, so... And he's up the smartest of the bunch. Sorry, but he really oh, pretty yeah, much he is. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. He's the brains of the whole fucking operation. Because he's the one that time travels. Well, he's older than everybody in a way. Right. Well, he's been around more because yeah. of the time traveling yeah. and being stuck in time for a while and age. Yeah. So. Which we see a little bit of that later in another episode. But um, you know, we got Luther and a little barbecue joint sitting outside. Oh. Just I mean, fucking, he's at the picnic table by himself, and that thing is fucking packed with food. Yeah, he's just a slob sitting there. You know, here this half eight man is just sad as shit because his girlfriend's sister is <laughs> married to someone else. Which is, she shows up, finds him there, and gives him a big old hug. And, and that makes his day. He's all nice and happy once more. Yeah, well, you know, he's talking to her, and, you know, of course they've all been separated by time and everything yeah. else and um he tells her kind of where everybody is and that five's back and she's kind of like oh shit and he's like exactly oh shit because we did it again yep and you know she he does tell her that he's glad that she wasn't alone you know with the whole marriage and everything yeah she wasn't stuck here like he was right yeah 
all alone. Yeah. Even though she could have handled it much better than he could. Except the time period is a bad time period, you know. Right. Mm. Since she's African American, it's a really horrible time. You know, like no one can tell us how to deal with the end of the world. I mean. No, because they've already. No, no I mean, so their reactions and how they're dealing with it are all going to be different, just like dealing with grief. I mean, that's grief times, you know, billions of people. Right, right. There. Because they don't want it to happen. They do want to try to stop it. And it's not some hero complex like yeah. Diego has. <laughs> and um, at least you can say it right. <laughs> and then he tells her that there's another doomsday coming in seven days. Mm-hmm. Just as he says, he goes, we did it again. And they did. They sure they did. And, well, they they go to their, this big old party in a mansion and... Oh. Number five's looking for the Majestic 12. Diego and Lila go out and do some dancing. They're supposed and, to be looking, well, but... Well, yeah. I think dancing, she's but trying to... Yeah. Diego sees somebody that looks quite familiar to this him. This is Mom! From season one. Yeah. And, of course, I, I forgot what her real name is, but... Um, shit. Anyway, he goes over and starts talking to her. She kind of finds him a little odd with some of the stuff he's saying, but, you know. Grace. Yeah, Grace, that's right. It tells her it's good to see her. And Especially stuff, since and, uh, he realizes she's... Yeah, she's human. Human, yeah, she's alive. And in the first season, she seems robotic. She is robotic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because so, show, they show her getting charged and all this other kind true. of stuff. It's been so such a he's used long to that, time. and that's why it takes him back when he realizes. Because he does say, he goes, You're alive. <laughs> and she's like, You are strange guy. Mm, yeah. Well, he asked about if she was there with Reginald Hargreaves and everything. And she says that's her date. So, yeah. You know. But still, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of odd for him. And it, her death did, it did hurt him, I think. Oh, most. yeah, you, you could tell it was, it I mean, there was something much. with him and her that was, you know, In mother's, closer. Yeah, mother-son, closer to a mother-son bond yeah. than the others. That's how so, and then... Number five does find the Majestic 12. Yep, he does. Of course, he gets found. Yeah, and he gets found, too. You see um, one of the Swedes grab Well, that's because he was in the tray. closet, and he hurried up and... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He does grab a... He grabbed a food tray and went up there, yeah. you know, act like he was delivering the food. And... So, yeah, he number five was in the closet, and right. Dad sensed something and went over and started poking around the closet with an umbrella, probably. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, because he usually always has one. But they realize that something's going on, so they kind of break up their little meeting and... Decide to later meet at their, basically their second location that they have. Yeah. Which is weird, because... All the kids have been to that second location. Yes. It was 
In a restaurant. Was, yeah, that <laughs> restaurant. And then, um, so then we switch over to Vanya telling Sissy that, you know, she can't stay there at the farm. And so she's going to be leaving. Well, Harlan, the boy, hears all this, runs off. So they go looking for him. And she, Vanya finds one of his toys near a pond mm-hmm. or a lake. And I guess it was more of a pond, the size of it, when you see the whole thing with what she does. And she realizes he's gone into there and is drowned. So she uses her powers to pull all the water out of the lake and the pond to find him. Mm-hmm. Drags him out. Well, when she's resuscitating him, you see some of her powers leave her and go into him. Yep. Okay. So you have to remember the toy too. Yeah. The toy makes a difference. So. But yeah. So. D- does transfer some of them powers and. But she doesn't realize that. No, she doesn't realize it. At least not at this point. And um, so, at this point, Luther does end up getting evicted, and <laughs> he ends up showing up at Elliot's. Oh, everybody shows up at poor and, Elliot's. Oh, boy. Yeah, but these two really work great together. They do. Because Elliot's did. like, you want some nitrous? <laughs> it's like, hell, why his, not? His dad had bought this place and had belonged to a dentist. And, no, his dad was no, his the dad dentist. his dad was the dentist, right. And left it to him left as it well. To him. Mm-hmm. So there's still nitrous around. Those two are just <laughs> getting high. And, I wonder why they didn't do it every day of their lives. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like they're just floating. Yeah, they're having through the a good whole time. scene, even though they're both just sitting in a chair. Which is good because actually, Luther probably needed a lot of that. Yeah. To take, he needed a giant chill pill. <laughs> He's so well tight. Yeah, and then you go back to Vanya and Sissy discussing Harlan, and you know, definitely says I should leave, and that's when Sissy kisses her. Yep, they find out that... Well, I mean, you can see that coming anyway, kind of. Yeah, but it wasn't. sense it. It wasn't, I mean, just blatant, but you could kind of sense it. They didn't... I mean, it wasn't something that was definitely... You know, you were just waiting for it. You just thought maybe it could happen. Right, yeah, yeah it wasn't a definite. It sounded like we had a dog dreaming over yep. there. Yep. <laughs> so, and then... Allison goes back to home, and of course, there's Klaus, drunk as fuck, again. Or still, I guess. I thought it was still, really, to be honest. He's kind of on a roll right now. Yeah, he's... Which, you know, he had it under control. For like three years. Yeah, for a while. Three three and a half or something Well, pretty much probably after the... Which is weird, Well, Ben said three or three and a half years. He literally said... Well, I was going to say, when they came back from the apocalypse and were dropped off, you would think, after seeing the apocalypse coming, that would make you be getting drunk as fuck. But it sobered him up. So I guess it just had the opposite effect on him. No, I think he figured since he was in a different time and didn't know where the rest of his siblings were, he was just going to go with it. And he completely did go with it. Yeah. Very true. I mean, he had been, but that was different. <laughs> and let's see. Now we're jumping the Swedes, and 
We've already discussed a few of the other little scenes that kind of happen in between because it's so much back and forth. Yeah, there's a lot you of know, back and forth. You know, we drop back there. to the Lutheran Elliot, which we discussed, and the dad part with, you know, number five, and then he goes in the hallway, and there's the Swedes. Well, um, Diego starts getting in a fight with him. Yeah. And he's getting his ass kicked. Well, he's got, he's got two. two you know, well, he's an adult, but he's still got two of them. And when Lila shows up, she sees number five fighting, and she jumps over to help him, even though Diego is obviously the one that needs the fucking help at this point. Well, he's also asking for help. Yes. And everybody fails to recall that five, even though he's time traveled, and he is a trained killer. So even though he's smaller, it would just take him more time, but he'd probably eventually get well, yeah. his task well, with him done. being able to jump in and out of time. And yeah. His problem is it makes him tired, though. Yes, it does and wear him down. And then his powers won't work quite the same. Yeah, he's got to do it pretty quickly. But he couldn't just jump on them and break their neck. I mean, he doesn't have quite the strength at that age. Yeah. And so... After the little fight scene, which is actually a pretty good fight scene, yeah. um, they all show up down in the kind of the parking lot area. Yeah, because they see Dad with right he's Mom, yep. future Mom leaving, and they were yeah they were leaving. They wanted to hurry and get to him. At this point, they didn't kill any Swedes, but they did get away and get down there and. See him leave, when he's walking off, number five does say something in French to Is it, It's not French. It's in... Um, it wasn't French. For some reason I thought it was French. No, it's not French. Anyway, he speaks in another language. It's a Greek. And um, Dad... That could have been. Dad picks up on it and senses something's a little strange. Well, he only picks up on it because he's the one that taught him and he already knew it. I believe that's what he was reading to Pogo anyway, out of uh, Homer. Oh, the same mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Well, because actually we hadn't really got to that yet. Sorry. That's that's all right. That's episode number five. Here. <laughs> so that wrapped up number four. Let's go to number five. Ahala. Um, we got a box that shows up, or a crate, I should say. And it says, Primates of Congo. And this is where we see Mom. Mm-hmm. Human. Human. In a science lab. And, well, we got little Pogo. So, they're teaching him to operate levers and buttons in specific order. Yep. And everything. And, you know, Dad's there, too. And he's watching it closely. Well, they're getting him ready for a rocket launch. Yes. This is where we first see his name. He's got his little NASA suit on yeah. or whatever yeah. with his yeah. little jacket. And it's got his name tag, Pogo. And, well, and he's having they, a good time doing yeah, his little levers. They're sending him off to space. And he's, yeah, he's just sitting there just happy as hell, pushing his levers and going around. And then all of a sudden an alarm goes off. And everybody's kind of freaking out. And instead of doing more levers... 
he does typically what a human would do, which is just freak out. Yeah, he did. He started he's freaking, freaking out. Freaking. So he's not doing any levers or anything like that at this point. Yeah. And then, um, of course, this ship, well, the whatever the fuck, his <laughs> little spaceship crashes. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, um, he gets pretty burnt up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, gonna... and he's brought in, but he's basically, I mean, he's dead. And so Grace, mom's trying to resuscitate him, and yeah. she's trying really hard. Well, not working so good. So dad comes in with a big needle. Yep. And shoves it into his chest. And comes back alive, but he's also starting to heal. Yeah. And yeah, he exactly. Him. So whatever he was yeah. using wasn't the normal, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is that they shove into your heart to restart you. Right. Kind of like in um, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Dad's also listed as the monocle. The that, monocle? Really? Other, yeah, he's listed oh, as shit. the monocle. Not Reggie or Reginald? No, I mean, when they talk about number one, two, three, and so forth, right. he's listed as the monocle. Okay. So, but it's kind of funny. But yeah, this is where you see him reading homer to him or the iliad whichever one it was i think it was homer well, it was um i mean it was homer but right. I, i'm not sure if it was um, the iliad or um i did with the other one it probably was iliad it's probably the most then, um, so number five you know this is where he pretty much starts telling lila that you know she's just too good mm-hmm. yeah. she knows how to fight too well yeah, yeah, it was after, you know, pretty much she said that, you know, well, I saved your life, saying, well, you're just a kid. That that's that was her explanation for helping him yeah, to Diego. over Diego. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, he's he's a kid, you know. But, but Diego didn't buy that either. No, he says, you know, he's used to liars, but, you know, like it better when he knows what they're lying about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't quite know what she's lying about yet. He just knows she's lying. And, um, so we jump over to Klaus and Ben. They're both um, laying on the floor. And, um, tells Allison, you know, I don't even know what the fuck I got here. What What's happened? Which I'm assuming, fuck. Well, um, he was... Is that when he was telling... Yeah, he wanted more alcohol, and she was like, well... Let's make real alcohol. Oh, yeah. Real drinks with better alcohol. And Ben was like, oh, no. <laughs> he was hoping that she would actually straighten him up, and that's not how that went. Yeah. So that's when they started right, really kind of hitting the booze. And telling her kind of what's happened with him and everything and his cult. And, you yeah, know, which she already been. understood. It was a cult, and that's where they started arguing about. <laughs> yeah. It's not a cult. <laughs> and then, then we got the, we knew, know this happened for damn sure, Vanya and Sissy waking up in bed together. Yep, yep. So, I'm still wondering where the kid is. <laughs> yeah, and then they discuss, kind of start discussing running away, but... Well, Carl shows back up. Yes. Bad timing. Uh, yeah, Very he was supposed bad. to be away a little bit longer, but... 
Carl right. watches things, and she doesn't really pay attention to what he's watching. No. Yeah, we find that out later. But yeah. He's kind of keeping track of some shit. Yep. And then, so we go back to good old Elliot's house. And now we're down to Luther Diego number five, and obviously Elliot. That, um, Luther does finally tell them at one point he did see Dad after they'd come back. Yeah, he had taken a bus up there. Yeah, you see quite a long one of his parties sequence. And yeah, yeah, with him getting on a bus, being a few cents short, and the bus driver just let him on, and pretty much like, ooh, that boy stinks. Yes. I don't know how long he'd been back, but you know he was headed to the Umbrella Academy, the mansion that yeah, they and used he, for that. Yeah. And, and that's where he was. And there was a big-ass party going on. Which I never figured that he would be having a big-ass party with anybody. He does not look like the party type. Yeah. And, you know, he's telling Dad that, hey, you know, I'm your son and stuff. And, and he's like, no way, because he yeah, said he, he would a, never, ever have children. I mean, he has a deep dislike of children. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, um, so he's like, no, no way. You know, and he's talking to, well, he's giving like a little speech thing at his party and saying how, you know, it's a universe of chances and not rules. And... Which pretty much is kind of like chaos theory or something similar to that. Yeah. Uh, but, um, then you know, he pretty much tells me he stinks too. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And um, so they're talking about dad again and how he's part of a cabal to destroy the world. Um, it's pretty much, I don't know if they're really behind all this the Majestic 12 but Mm, well I mean as you see more of the I think the episodes you get more of a a feel for what they're about and then what the monocle is about true yeah later on we do get that it's the same conflicting you thinking one thing they wanted some things the same I just don't think they wanted to Everything is right. the same. And so, yeah, they, there is a little bit of division there later on. Right. Him and the Majestic But you don't, really, you don't know that at this point at all. No. Yeah, um, you really don't know what they're about anyway. You just think they're about some kind of chaos crap. That's yep. what it seems like. You know, Carl's all excited, and he gets back to the farm there, and he's telling Sissy that, and Vanya, pretty much, that he's closed the biggest deal in his work's history. So he wants to have some fun with Sissy, and, you know, wants some... He wants some alone time. Yep. So he's basically wanting Vanya to go someplace else for the evening. Yeah. I mean, he's willing to Tick the put child. up with the kid, <laughs> Yeah. you know. Because you don't figure he really cares that much for the kid. The kid is just a tool. Oh, yeah. And then Harlan's getting quite upset. It yeah. ends up causing a window to break. And so you're starting to sense he's, you know, mm-hmm. those powers. But he know. also puts his hand on Vanya's hand, as in, like, he's almost trying to tell her to calm down. 
and he, and it'll be okay, almost. <laughs> and you see, and I can't remember what episode you start seeing him drawing these pictures of a man flying through the air. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep thinking, oh, that has got to be Dad. You know, his Dad flying through the air, and you're you're just going, why would Dad be flying through the air? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> so. Very true. And I think at this point you're already seeing that picture though. I think that picture is already being done, I think, in the show. Right. So you're getting an idea that he, while he seems autistic, maybe with having this power and his autism combined, that that could. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. A combination of dangerous. those two could yeah. cause. Because. You know, I mean, he's got to have a set routine in a sense. And uh-huh. if something doesn't go right, he's very able to start breaking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of losing it. And every time somebody makes another one of the ones people that he cares for upset, it upsets him. It just goes into a downward spiral. So, Dad could fly through the air. Hmm. Well, then we um, <clears throat> go back to Lila and the handler and... She's pretty much saying how the Swedes had blown her cover because they were, you know, how good, they were too good. And, um... Almost could have killed her. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's what her mom kind of said. Yeah, that, well, that's Aww. what, yeah, that's what Lila was telling yeah. the handler. That, but, you know, the Swedes. the handler was just like, if you, they wanted you dead, you would have been dead. <laughs> yeah, she, she pretty much does because... She had to fight to help number five, and that's when they realized that, hey, she's not, you know, quite who we think she is. She's just too damn good. I think that, yeah, exactly. At least number five. You know, number five, I think, suspected her from the very beginning, so. True. He did, you know, a little bit early He's on. He's suspicious, but that's his natural character. And then Lila hands the handler one of Diego's knives. At this point, we don't quite know what it is. But you know it's never good, so that's all there is to it. Yep. Um, oh. <laughs> then we got... Go back to Elliot's in there <laughs> eating jello. Oh, my God. And how it's a delicacy. Oh. It's like ambrosia. <laughs> and nowadays, I can't even think about jello without wanting to throw up. Yeah. And um, at this point, Vanya has shown up. And... She she starts apologizing for whatever she's done, which she doesn't really know what the fuck no, it was. Not really. No. But she doesn't but she's such a good person actually. That yeah. she just is sorry for whatever she kind of did or you know. I mean, it happened but she just didn't mean to. And even though not all of it was her fault. No. And so that this point, you know, it was four of them there, I guess. Um well not quite four, three. Um, then five, Klaus and Allison show up. So we finally have the full reunion of everybody. Uh, yeah. Of course, then Allison. one ask, has Ben here? Oh. Yeah, it was Allison, you know. Cause that's then, that, that That's the full reunion. Yes, that's the full reunion. You know. And, and um, of course, Klaus says no. Klaus <laughs> is like, no. He can't time go- travel. Ghosts can't time travel. It's like, you what dick. the fuck? He's pretty much part of you. It's like you dick. 
And that's exactly, I'm pretty sure, what Ben thought, too. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he was. He was looking like, what the fuck, dude? I'm here. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was a pretty good <laughs> little scene. But yeah, like you you dick, just, you're miss the look it. on Ben's face is like, what the fuck? Dude, come I on. It was... Yeah, I mean, he's used to him being drunk or stoned or whatever. But oh, but he's always addicted to Ben. Yeah, always... well, he's true. He is pretty much always addicted to Ben. It's like he's down, Dick. Yep. And um, so you got the handler and Lila again, and the Swedes are kind of going through. Well, they're, um, they're at home cleaning their house. And... They've got their cats. And they got, yeah, and they're they're taking care of the cats. Yeah. It's so funny that, you know, they get rid of the old lady, the cat lady, but well, they keep the cats they around the cats, and yeah. seem to take pretty good care of them. Yeah, yeah. And then... And they get a new container pop up. And now it's got Diego. Yeah. And some information... On where he might be. But it was the doofus that found the container, so well, you have to think about that. True, it was the goofier. It was the doofus. The one that has no brains. Yeah. <laughs> None. I'd say it's the middle child. Well, he's the big goof, goofy yeah, one. Yeah, he's the middle you know, child. He's kind of like what you call the big lump. Okay, Dad was not using an umbrella to poke hole through the oh, it was thing a poker. in episode four. That was a fireplace was poker. A fire... I was going to oh. say that earlier, but I was like, well... Yeah. It'd make more sense if it was an umbrella just because of who it is. Yeah, true. But, anyway. But, yeah, so... Yeah, so they got a picture that, you know, they're supposed to go after Diego. Yeah. And we jump back to the old Elliot's with number five pretty much saying that, you know, we brought the end of the world with us. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, is it Vanya? <laughs> yeah. They always think it's Vanya. Yes, but trying to blame her, but you know that that's not gonna work. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe <not. laughs> and then, you know, they're pretty much what well, we need to find and kill Dad. Yeah, wow. I mean, right off. The I didn't know how that would work in time travel. Anyway, what if they did kill him back in the sixties? So they're not going to be raised by him and something's going to really fail. Well, we see it. We also don't know how they were even, uh, how that was even done. Well, no. We that would have to have been him. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. But he only chose certain ones. Yeah, he only cho- chose certain ones, yes. Because we find out someone else who is one and he didn't choose her. He didn't choose, yeah. But yet... <laughs> She is one of the most powerful. That's because of the way she was trained. True. You know, and then they all start kind of discussing what all they've done since, you know, they landed in the alley and and everything. You know, and what is it? Someone points out, you know, Klaus being weird and pervy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, pervy? Okay. Yeah. And so I, I don't know how what brought that part up. Well, you get that that sense later on well, in another true. scene, but not not up to this part. Yeah, they're just like, well, he's doing weird and pervy. He just likes to wear male diapers and look weird and. Yeah, and then um, number five does 
tell them about the Russian nukes that are going to be hitting. Yes. And, you know, they need to make sure that they talk to Dad. So, when the Russian nukes, they have to figure out, you know, um, does Kennedy still have to live? Does Kennedy have to die? I mean, because that all makes a big difference with that Russian nuke thing. True. So, that's something that they kind of discuss. Because Diego, no matter what, wants Kennedy to live. Even though that's not how history, you know, portrayed that. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he's doing anything and everything to make sure he lives. But just because history was a certain way, yeah, if he, someone were to live, what, you know, he does not understand the repercussion of the time travel and changing history. He, he just doesn't get it. And they kind of give number five some shit and say, 50-year-old man wants daddy to save everyone? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so Klaus brings up tacos, <laughs> you know, in the middle of all this serious talk. And he's just like, what? They don't cause the apocalypse. <laughs> well, that's because, what, who leaves? Um... That what? Five lead, five and... Oh yeah, it's down to a few. Five goes out oh. in the alley, Lila's on the roof. And then, you know. um... So he was kind of keeping an eye on her. Right, and number one is out there too, Luther. Yeah. So... So yeah, you got Luther and Diego talking. So all you got is the three that want to have tacos. So yeah, Luther and Diego are just out talking various issues over, and then um, a black car has been following us, as Diego mm-hmm. says. And well, they give Diego an envelope, which is an invitation for a light supper. Which number one doesn't go for that light supper deal? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's huge. Yep. Light supper is like an appetizer. Right. You know, then we jump back to the slum. We got Allison and Klaus. 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 God damn. I'm just fucking up every... Every name. And I'm only halfway through my beer. And I'm done. Well, I've fucked up Diego the whole fucking time <laughs> through. I don't... You just... You and that name don't get along. And apparently not. So, anyway, Allison and Klaus are drinking and... Discussing their relationships and everything. Well, Vanya's there too, because they're in the. Because they're in the. Oh yeah, I guess she in was the, in um, there too. Hair salon. Right. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. they're in the salon. Yeah, and they're salon. all dancing around and. Yeah. Yeah, and they're. Um, <laughs> well, they're talking about. Some of the, relationship stuff, and they're just saying, "Well, we're not biological." Yes, you know, because. Allison. Klaus has to give her shit. Yeah, and then talking about number five, <laughs> banging a mannequin. <laughs> what? That, that is what he had in the apocalypse, in the first apocalypse, yes. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about dealing with the time travel and everything. And needing to be honest about, you know, kind of everything and time period appropriate shit and so this well the, no, the time period appropriate shit now this is what I'm talking about is actually some music 
oh, that was right. time period appropriate finally. Right. You know, twisting twisting the night away. Yeah, they were dancing around, yeah. singing. So they actually got some that actually fit the time period <clears throat> musically instead of something from the seventies, <laughs> which is what we've had mainly so far. Yeah. So well, then we jump into the woods, and we got three Swedes kind of mm-hmm. spread out, walking through, and they're looking for Diego. They see a knife in the tree, one of his knives. Huh, I wonder where that one came from. Mm, I'm not sure where that no. knife came from. Well, then what we assume is the youngest of the three, the one that kind of has a Brad Pittish look to him. And seems like he actually might just be the meanest in a way. True. He kind of has that look on his face. Yeah, he's always kind of... In a way, he's very serious. Well, he kind of walks across the wire and gets blown to fucking pieces. Well, you see a foot and a piece of bone. (laughs) His leg hanging, sticking out. So, yeah, that didn't go over too well. They did give him a burial at sea or burial at water. Right, yeah. I should say burial at pond. Well, they did the old, you know... (laughs) Catching it on Vikings fire. Vikings. Yep. Well, I guess it wasn't just a Viking thing. You saw it with like King Arthur and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the burial. And then, but there was no flaming arrow for this one. You just the torched it. Yeah, just yeah. torched it. I mean, why not? It's just a foot. It didn't have a shoe, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Lila breaking into an old house and number five is following her oh and that's a setup mm-hmm now yeah the fight ensues and boy she really is pretty damn good mm-hmm. she's really she's too realizing good how damn good she is yep and so but he does come out of the end there a little bit he ends up with his foot on her throat yeah and the handler shows up yeah, but he told her it was time for her to come out. And he, uh, yeah, he pretty much says, well, you know, I thought she fought like a, you know, commission girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Remember, he, he's had more years. Oh, yeah. I mean, how long did he her. worked for them? Yeah. You know, all those years where he did age and everything. Yep. And he did go through all the after apocalypse crap, so. Yep. And then. Anya does end up telling Sissy about her true feelings and, you know, yeah. Sissy doesn't go with it because she's like, well, that was just pillow talk and mm-hmm. that's what we'd like for it to happen, but we're talking about reality. Right. Me and Carl are together. And Carl does say that Vanya is kind of part of the family. Yeah, but... Well, I know. Yeah. But then again, at this point, does he know what's going on? Right. Does I mean, he know their pillow talk? Yeah. I mean, or at least what yeah. some of what's been going on. Exactly. Yeah. And so, Diego does decide to go ahead and he's going to end up going with Dad's invitation. So... He's getting ready for that. Klaus goes to his followers. 
And then Allison goes home to see Ray and explain everything. Yeah. So that pretty much wrapped up that episode. So only five more to discuss. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, a few. Yep. Yeah. But at this point, it's been pretty damn good. Yeah, it's been good. It's been really good. The yeah. writing is good. The characters are awesome and amazing. Oh, yeah. And the characters, they, you know, I, I would highly recommend, you know, season one to get to know the characters best. But they really, you know, they've worked in these new characters really well. Right. And I think that they've been a lot of fun. Yeah, the love and the hate is pretty immediate. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, actually, you know, most of the characters, the love and hate, it's more kind of some of the men <laughs> side you kind of hate, but sissies kind of take you on a back and forth thing. Lila, you really like her most of the time. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, early on. And... Carl, eh, you never really like him. Mm, no, not really. Elliot at first has kind of been back and forth. Well, at first I was going, Elliot is just fucking crazy. Well, he's fucking crazy. Then, you know, when he's pulling the gun on him and stuff, you're like, oh, fuck, he's an ass. But then he comes around. And I, I really like the arc of, you know, oh, Elliot so far. Yeah, I do too. He is a good character. Yeah, he's a damn good character. Get into more of him later, I am sure. Yep. So, Most anyway, definitely. I don't think there's any other shit to talk about. Well, we did get back to, since we did actually finish this up, watch a little bit of um, <laughs> The Expanse. And we're in the third season, and holy shit, the one episode just kind of seemed a little bit of out of place with the kind of, I'll just call him like an X Games type pilot because he's wanting to set all these records and oh, shit I know, and like I know. going around Saturn. At first you're just like, what the hell? Why are you even here? I, I didn't even know what the fuck was. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck's but going on with point. this. <laughs> but the point comes at the end. Yes. In a what the fuck moment yes. to end this fucking episode. Was that episode two of this, this season? Two or three. It's I like, mean, holy fuck. Oh, the, the episode before it, though, was fucking great with our little Martian Marine. She's such a badass. She is. She's so fucking awesome. Yeah, she's been a great character this season. But but this one dude, he, he only had one episode arc. And it was just such a weird thing to add in there just to set up one scene, really. Just a quick scene, but it was a what the fuck. To show you what this new thing can do. Yeah. It, yeah, the ring. Yeah, the ring. Yeah. The, the halo. But for some reason, it's got a creamy center. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and then, of course, we've been watching a little bit of, um, well, the 100. That last episode that we'd seen of that, which was a little over a week ago, was pretty damn fucking good. Yeah. It of course, is. lost a character that at first you hated, and then you've liked, and the the total badass uh-huh. of 
you know, the last few seasons. But they're not afraid to get rid of a character. No, they haven't have been. And, the, and what happens with her reminds me a lot of some of the stuff that happens in The Expanse. Oh, yeah. How this whatever entity... It, it's alien or, in both yeah. In a sense, yeah, they're both in alien both cases, they are entities alien. or, you know, whatever that are just... Once it starts taking over, it just That's starts it. taking the fuck over. So I thought that was kind of weird. And it's like, oh, these are pretty similar here uh-huh. with what's going on. But, no, that's been great. And, of course, Shit's Creek. Oh, my God, that's so fucking It's funny. still fucking crazy. It's got some cringy shit with some of these characters. But David, oh, my gosh. Well, you have cringy shit because... Because the daughter's so goddamn... You're just going, oh my god, <laughs> is your head still up your butt after all this time? But it almost, in this last episode we watched, oh, yeah. in season four, I think. How surprised with her. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, it's almost like she's coming around. She might be headed towards a major change. She might be a regular person. Which about one... made me shit. I know. So. And her brother's gone the opposite direction. <laughs> now he's just... like fucking... Up. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. And then Chris Elliott is the mayor that <laughs> he's fucked up. Yeah, he well he's all he's been fucked up. Well that's true. He's always been beginning. fucked up no matter what he's done. So mm-hmm. anyway, that'll wrap this one up and so we'll probably come back with episodes six and seven and discuss those uh, maybe a little sooner than the gap between these last two. So I can be reached on Untapped at mconnor666, and she's MC Vampire, and uh, throneofbeer at gmail.com is the email. Yeah, because I'm still sticking with that one. <laughs> it's just easier than changing it. So, anyway, I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we're out. <laughs>